0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Cold Take Podcast. Uh, this afternoon, we're in Salt Lake City with Abby. How are you doing today?
1: Pretty good. I'm a little bit tired. I'm
0: excited. Well, we're doing this a little earlier than yeah. most people would probably do things. So, yeah. I don't think I'm a little tired, uh, but you know, time zones. I'm, I'm from Tampa, so the time zone kind of throws me off because oh, it should true. be like 11.15. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up at 6 and I'm like, is it 8 a.m.? Well, that no. was,
1: I just came back from Vegas literally last night at like 11 p.m. And so I'm even, it was an hour behind over there. So I was so stressed about waking up that <laughs> time this morning. But I'm here. I made it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny because I set like three alarms for this. But then I was up like two, two hours ahead of time anyways. So I'm like, let me turn off all these alarms so I don't like have a heart attack when I'm just trying <laughs> to do anything.
1: That was me. That was me this morning. I was too excited. So I woke up like... An hour and a half before my alarm went off, even though my alarm
0: was set for like 6:15. Yeah, because we've been planning this for probably like I think two months now. Because I I, I messaged you initially like in January.
1: was in January?
0: Yeah, it was like January like 15th or something. I have like crazy memory. I'm not like a stalker. (laughs) I'm not obsessed with people. No, I remember specifically because we were in Ohio for our first like actual guest one and um my producer guy was like guest-based podcasts are going well so find more and i was like well i have a couple names that i want to contact <laughs> and then i messaged you and you got back sweet. pretty much the same day so yeah. i was like cool
1: like i said before i do check my requested dms just in case any like little <laughs> opportunities like that I go through all the pointless ones and i find the,
0: the good ones. <laughs> yeah we were talking prior about how a lot of the requested DMs. Well, was it a comment or a requested DM that somebody was like, "Can you pee in a bag and I'll buy it for?" That Tuesday? was a comment.
1: That was a comment.
0: <laughs> Probably but a TikTok comment.
1: I, I have a person in my requested messages right now that says, "Good night, Queen." Every single night, and they have for the past fifty-two days.
0: Have you ever answered them? No. Oh.
1: But the willpower is there. They'll probably.
0: <laughs> they might see this. <laughs> they're keeping that up to date with you.
1: Um, yeah. So no, I have some. There's a lot of message requests that, obviously, there's nothing to be said. But I do have really cool ones, obviously, like this one. And I've had a few artists reach out to me and want to do, like, collabs with me. And oh, that's cool. That's why I like to check on, just in case I miss out on like, a good opportunity. So I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so if anybody doesn't know... Um, you mainly do like music that's your main thing with content creation not just random videos on tiktok
1: yeah it started out with music and it was hard to gain traction to like have people like you know follow me and like know that i do music and so i kind of took to tiktok to just like gain that traction and gain people like knowing who i am yeah obviously took off more than i thought (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, and so, yeah, I kind of just, like, connect my Instagram to my TikTok so that people can go over there and, like, listen to my music over there and not get too lost in just my
0: random content. (laughs) Yeah, because it's, it's like, pretty, I'd say it's pretty difficult to gain any traction with music recently, just because, um, yeah, it's so, I wouldn't say, I'm not sure, probably oversaturated is the word, but, like, oversaturated at the low level where you get, like, a lot of people on SoundCloud that are not really putting a lot of effort into it but then there's just so many and there's especially if you're scrolling through tiktok or instagram you'll see anybody that now will say like oh i'm on soundcloud go check out my stuff and at this point people will kind of ignore it so yeah. tiktok kind of brings a cool thing into it because you can add like your own music in the background because um, yeah. if I'm, i remember correctly i think you did um uh, you guys did release a song fairly recently.
1: Yeah, and I did get to make a TikTok with it. which was just cool like going through the sounds and being able to just look up my name and my stuff's there and I'm like, cool So yeah, it was cool being able to like use it and that helps people I think realize a little bit more than I do music other than my windy bio that says I sing too. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only the way that I let people know unless they go to my Instagram. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Got a couple new listeners from that.
0: So Yeah. How did you um, like get into doing it online? Because I know a lot of people that are in like my area, like Tampa or even in other cities since I've been traveling a lot more, that do like live events and things like that and they want to get into the online sort of music creation stuff but then never actually did or they don't know how and things like that.
1: It was pretty easy for me. Um, not a cool story around it, but I have terrible stage fright. Which is funny.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Although they are out there, there's—I mean, Frank Ocean for one is like a huge artist, has top-selling albums, but doesn't perform because he doesn't like it. Yeah. And that's something I'm working on because I want to be able to, and I used to perform in front of people all the time. It just hit me out of nowhere. It's kind of like a fear of heights. When you get older, all of a sudden you're just like one day afraid of heights.
0: Oh God, those TikToks <laughs> when people are like doing like parkour on top of skyscrapers. I want to die. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, it's kind of like that, where, like, people as kids are jumping off playgrounds and whatever, like, want to fly, and then one day they wake up, and they're terrified of heights in general, and that was me. I, like, performed in front of people all the time, woke up one day, and I just was terrified to do it. And so I was like, I want to get my music out. I want to sing for people, but not in front of people. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, the more people are listening to my music and requesting concerts and wanting to see me and stuff, like... I've had to work on it a little bit. Um, But the nice thing is, like, in Utah specifically, um, we have so many little venues around here that are, like, specifically meant for, like, up-and-coming artists that can't book, like, the bigger venues and stuff. And so there's a lot of venues that I can play and I've already talked to. And so I'm hoping this year is, like, the year that I'll do my first, like, show.
0: Yeah, that'll be cool. I keep getting distracted because I'm not sure where the microphone clip is.
1: Wait. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there it is. Me over here. I'm like, well, I'm against it. Let me just take my old card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it should be fine. Uh, I can always adjust levels and stuff like that. So it okay. should be fine. But, um, so how long have you actually been doing it for?
1: That's kind of a hard question. I feel like a lot of people in music feel that way because you're kind of just like born to do it. We're like yeah. you're four years old and singing and drumming on random stuff and... So I think like music has always been in my life and something that I've done. But like when I started taking it seriously was when I was 16, cause I like learned how to play guitar and everything then. Um, and that was a big moment for me cause I kind of just taught myself and just after every day after school would just come home and play and try to write songs. And God, I still have my soul <laughs> book from back then And they were terrible. (laughs) Songwriting is a thing that you have to like work on for the most part. Um, And so it was about like last, I guess not this last December, but like December 2020 was when I wrote like my first decent song. And I was like, I think I have something here. And that turned out to be the first song I ever released.
0: Oh, that's good. And the
1: one that people love. So I was like, okay, cool. And like ever since then, I feel like it's something just like clicked. Where I was like, I understand, like, the songwriting process now, and I know how to do it, and I know how to write about things without it sounding stupid. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's been a while now, but I think, like, right now is, like, my... I think later in the future, I'll be like, this year was the year I started taking it, like, immensely seriously.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I know what you mean when you say, like, that's, like, a hard question for a lot of musicians, because um, I've always done music, so... When I was young, I, I'd, like my parents were telling me that I seemed like I was going to get into music. And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> then I was eight and asked for an electric guitar uh, for Christmas. I ended That's up getting sad. an electric guitar for Christmas. I didn't actually put the work into learning it. So I never ended up learning that. We got we gave it to like our neighbor because I wasn't playing it. And he wanted to play guitar. So I was like, whatever, I don't care. I was like 10. And then I tried to play keyboard. That didn't work out either. So Piano's then,
1: was hard. <laughs> it didn't work out for me either.
0: <laughs> so, so then when I was in fifth grade, I had like a, a thing um, at the elementary school that I was going to because I lived in North Carolina for a short time there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how they do it in different states, but at least where I was. Um, at the middle school that I went to in Florida, what they would do is you'd go through like a like a week at a time of trying out different classes and decide what you wanted. That's fun. Um, I wish. Yeah, I didn't really do that. <laughs> but because i was in north carolina when i was in fifth grade and what they did was they'd have like elective teachers come to your school and like show you things so then this lady just started playing violin and i'm like i want to do that (laughs) so then i started taking orchestra classes in sixth grade and now it's been just over 10 years
1: so how many instruments do you play then Um, you play you said you play the saxophone too
0: oh no i want to play the saxophone I've got a friend that plays saxophone uh, that he's going to teach me. But um, I started on violin. I play viola. Um, I can play bass, both stand-up bass and bass guitar. Mm. Um, I've played cello, so pretty much every orchestra instrument. Um, I did get a guitar like three years ago, so I started learning guitar. Um, and I have a keyboard now, so I'm learning piano. So, uh, oh, like and I play drums round
1: two. Let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I play drums. So I, I kind of just.
1: It's a lot.
0: Jeez. <laughs> I, I'm kind of just like, oh, I want to learn this now. So uh saxophone's like the only wind instrument that I'm slightly interested in. And I'm actually like more than slightly interested in it. So
1: do some smooth jazz.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be really cool once I learn how to do it. But um, no, because if somebody asks me like when did you start music? I'm like, Well, if you're asking me like actually, like eight, because that's when I was like, Can I have an electric guitar? But yeah, then if it's they're like, the like
1: interest first peak.
0: And yeah, and then when somebody's like, "When did you start playing violin?" It's like, "Well, I was 11," or um, "When I started playing in front of people, I was like 14," um, because I was the, the thing about me is I, I completely understand the whole stage fright thing because um, it's intense. I have I've had like bad anxiety in the past. So when I started playing like in front of people when I was like 14. It wasn't really at events but it was at like this big church in my area um so it was like anywhere from like 600 to 900 people there each week um and i was just like what if i mess up and then the music director's like you'll be fine these people don't care none of them are musicians they're not gonna notice and i'm like
1: people say that but maybe it is like since we are like musicians we listen to the music intensely oh you're always your own worst critic
0: especially in music
1: I bet, yeah, I bet they are right, that people, like, that just listen to music and are like, cool music, like, they don't pick that apart, but at the same time, it's just so scary. Man,
0: I have voice memos of me playing in front of people, and I'm like, dear God, what happened there?
1: (laughs) That's how I played my first show ever in front of people at, like, this little backyard barbecue last summer, and it was the day that my EP came out, and so my friend was like, you literally have to, your EP came out today today. I'm having musicians come, like, you have to play. And so in my head, I was like, he's got a point. Like, I do have to play. And people recorded it. And when I was up there, I was like, this is going okay. I think this is going okay. And then I watched the videos (laughs) the next day, and I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, why did I do that? I messed up right there. Why is my voice shaking so much? There's literally 30 people here.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, it's definitely a thing that you got to get used to. It
1: is. At least afterwards, like, after that, I feel like. I started singing in front of people a little bit more because I'm the type of person that I don't even sing in the car when people are in there.
0: Oh, I'm the same way. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I don't sing, but, like, I've had people that I've dated or whatever do, this, do the thing where they sing in the car, and I'm just like, yeah, that's not my thing. Sorry, I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah, my boyfriend begs me to sing for him, and then, like, certain days I'll be like, hey, I wrote this new song. Like, let me show you it. Like, I want to hear your thoughts. They're like, okay. I sit down with the guitar. I strum once, and I just go... No. Never mind. (laughs) Or I'll just start busting up laughing and then I'll just put it away and I'm like, I tried. Um, but I'm getting better at that. I think I actually played in front of him for the first time like two weeks ago. And I could play in front of my family a little bit sometimes. And maybe one of my friends. Which before it was like zero people. It's like such a rare occurrence that like I give my mom that for Christmas where I'll be like, I will sit down and sing a song for you as your Christmas present. Thank
0: God somebody understands me. <laughs> Dude, i play violin for so long, and my parents are always like, why don't you play for us? And I'm like, that's not happening.
1: And then then you get to use it, though. It's like a free gift. And so you're like, this is since it's such a rare occurrence that is, like, gifted to you for, like, your birthday or, like, Christmas or something. And, of course, <laughs> she loves it and cries every time. But, like...
0: I don't even do that. <laughs>
1: see? Take advice from me if you're like... If you do not know what to get them, get them you performing in front of them. They love it. And it's something easy. Something easy, quick. You learn a song, and then boom, you're all good. Present spot.
0: Yeah, no, they're always like, you play in front of people, but you don't play in front of us. I'm like, it's very different. I don't practice at home. It is. I was in this weird, like, niche group of kids that never studied, never practiced, none of that stuff. So then I just got lucky and got good at the instrument without like practicing, which probably helped with because each week I was going to like these rehearsals for uh, the church that I was playing at. So I guess that probably helped because it's just, you know, you're playing more anyway, so yeah. you're doing more of it. So I'm always just like, well, it's different going to a rehearsal and playing with like other people, but not in front of people. Oh, yeah. And then 100%. I was, I would get terrified when it was like, oh, we're doing a Christmas concert. There's going to be 2,000 people there. And I'm like, oh, oh my God.
1: No. no. Definitely not. And I think one thing that people don't think about is I've talked to a lot of, like, musicians about performing live, how they do it, whatever, whatever. And most of the time, they're not the only one up there. They have a band or they sing with somebody else yeah. or, like, whatever. They have that, like, moral support. And... Of course, out of everything, I chose singer-songwriter style of just me. And so I feel like it's so much scarier when it's a room of that many people and then it's just you.
0: Oh, yeah, it is.
1: On stage. And so I've, like, reached out to some people and so now I'm like, maybe I should, like, get someone to play the guitar for me. Like, obviously I write them, but, like... That's one thing I have to worry about. One thing less I have to worry about on stage is playing the guitar and singing. So someone can play the guitar. Someone can play the bass. Someone can play the drums. And look at that. I have a band. I have people behind me. Yeah. I'm not, like, the only one people are staring at. Because I know when I go see people live, I'm looking at all of them. And I kind of just switch back and forth. It's not, like, sole focus on, like, the singer.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. Because I have, uh, like... I've played at a few of these like small concerts where it has anywhere between like a few hundred to like a couple of thousand people. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I remember I did one back last June of 2021. And I, um, I I played like with multiple people on some songs, but then there was one or two that it was just me and a guitar player. And I was like, nobody's gonna pay attention to the guitar player that's sitting on a stool. Everybody's gonna pay attention to the big violin player that is like doing all of the crazy stuff, (laughs) trying to play like a Spanish tango. I'm like, this is not my style of music, man. He's like, well, I want you to play it. I'm like, all the attention's gonna be on me and I'm going to mess up.
1: That's the scariest part is if you know that you're what people are either coming for or just paying attention to. And it's something I obviously have to get over if I wanna go anywhere with my career yeah um but we're working on it you know I'm (coughs) there was going back to the requested messages um there was a band in Utah that like messaged me and wanted to like collaborate with me and they invited me to come out and see their show and I did and it was super awesome and they're like you should open up for us sometime and I was like uh yeah totally (laughs) like I could definitely do that um but they've actually helped me like a ton with like, I asked them kind of how to like ease your nerves, how to have like, they had this energy that just like made the concert so much more fun. They're super engaged. You could tell the audience was super engaged. And I'm like, see, I need to learn how to do that. Cause I feel like if the audience is more engaged, I'll be less scared than if everyone's just like crickets, just like yeah. staring at me. Um, and so they've helped me a little bit. So hopefully, Um, this year I'll be able to like open up for them and I'll be like baby steps you know because people don't come for the openers there'll be way less people when I play
0: (laughs) yeah but it's also like a lot of the things um, like that are just things that you get over over time
1: it's like um, exposure therapy
0: (laughs) oh that's exactly what it is yeah Yeah. (laughs) because I remember when I started I was like every single week I was like I'm gonna mess up and then afterwards I'd be like I messed up this one part and he's like okay (laughs) And then now, like, you know, many years later, I'm just kind of like, who cares? Whatever.
1: Yeah, I need to get to that point of, like, you know, people mess up. It's whatever. Like, it's totally fine. I think watching live performances has helped me, like, get there a little bit better. Because I think you get so focused on, like, studio recordings. And you're like, it's flawless. How do they do that? Whatever. And it's like, editing, duh. Um, When people perform live, obviously, they're still great. Are they going to mess up once? Maybe. Is their voice going to crack? Possibly. Are going to forget the words? Maybe. That's my biggest (laughs) fear. It's like forgetting my own words that I wrote myself. Yeah. (laughs) That almost happened when I did my little like backyard concert. And that, I feel like that's the most embarrassing. Because you're like, I literally wrote this. This song is mine and I'm forgetting the lyrics. (laughs) So I've been like, Sometimes in my car, I'll literally just listen to my music over and over and be like, "I know the words, I know the words, I'm not forgetting, that. <laughs> <laughs> and even like drilled it to my head so that when the opportunity arises for me to sing, it's just like m- memorized completely,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh also a thing of messing up when it comes to like obviously we we do like two completely different things. I'm not very public with my music stuff, I just kinda do it in my free time, mm-hmm. and you're doing it like on social media and stuff like that, so There's a whole different level to that, um, as well as just releasing it publicly. But then there's also the thing of, like, when you're playing an instrument, I think people accept mistakes a whole lot better than when it's, like, your personal voice. That's true. Also, why I don't sing is because I'm like, that seems a lot harder.
1: That is true. Um, And that's why I hate, like, I don't hate it, but of course I pick playing an instrument and singing at the exact same time, which makes it both of them harder. And... I can either mess up my instrument while singing good or play great and forget the words or just mess up both at the exact same time and then it's just like a double whammy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: So that's why I'm like definitely thinking about maybe getting like people to play my music for me so that, yeah, I can just... I don't have to focus on both at the same time. I feel like way scarier that way.
0: I feel like my thing with that is I would be like, you didn't play that how I wanted you to play it. I would have control issues with that. So, not, I don't usually have control <laughs> issues, but when it comes to something that I like creatively work on, that's true. I get very picky about it. That's
1: true. Luckily, I'm pro- I'm a little too laid back where someone could completely butcher my song and I'd just be like, yay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I really have no opinions when it comes to that. So honestly, I don't think that's something I'd have to worry about. I'd just be like, you did as good as you could. So proud of you. <laughs>
0: at least i wasn't the one that messed up exactly (laughs) i'm like at least
1: the pressure's on you now good job (laughs) thanks for taking that weight off my shoulder. yeah (laughs) um i could see like i am a little protective over my music though sometimes yeah it is something like people don't realize the amount of work that goes into it oh yeah and especially with like my first ep i guess like one of the songs i wrote maybe like a couple days before i released it was super fast and sudden but like two of them on there I wrote like a year and a half before and through that whole time like tweaked it like figured out like music one thing about me that's like super like I'm so picky about is my music has to match the words in like the most perfect way where it like clicks in my brain because sometimes I'll like have the lyrics I'll start writing the music and I'm like sure it works but like it doesn't fit yeah and it's I don't even know how to explain it other than that. And so it took like a year and a half for me to finally find like the sound that fit as well. And so, and then obviously recording and Ben's here and he helped me record a ton and that took a while and me laughing and messing up and whatever. And then the whole release of it all, like it's so much work going into like one yeah. song, let alone like a whole EP. And so, yeah, I think if I put that much work in and then it got messed up, I'd, I'd probably be a little sad just a little bit but definitely not control issue state just more like in the corner like oh,
0: like, oh that sucks yeah, that was a bummer <laughs> yeah. so i was gonna get to that with the whole like studio recording thing um ben helps a lot with like all the producing stuff and things like that
1: yeah he did basically my whole entire ep um <laughs> super grateful for that we like lived across the hall from each other when all that was going down in the same apartment complex and everything. So I'd literally just like after work be like, yo, can I come record one of these songs? I just cram it in and bust it out tonight. And so we would just spend hours like trying to get it right. And luckily he was someone that I could trust to be like, I'm going to go home and go to bed. I know you stay up later than me. Can you like (laughs) tweak this a little and add some little like (laughs) cute things to it? And so he got to add some little like, um, little like runs and lines in there and stuff as well that were like his and unique to him and that was really special to me that I could kind of have a mini collaboration on with that and then obviously the single I just released was like a full-on collaboration with my other brother who also dabbles in like producing.
0: How many siblings do you have?
1: I have three brothers.
0: (laughs) Oh god I have one and that's more than enough.
1: Yeah it obviously was crazy growing up and being the only girl and being the youngest out of like three older brothers but We all grew up to be, like, homies, and we're all into music, and so we all get to just, like, jam together, and um, me and my oldest brother are planning on taking, like, this next Sunday to just, like, have people over and just jam out and play music for a couple hours, and that's something I'm, like, super grateful for, that I have people in my life that have the same interests as me and can help me out, and... When I don't know what I'm doing, they can be like, I do, and <laughs> be able to help the process, because I know 100% if I didn't have them, I would have never, like, released music, I don't think. Um, I tried doing it on my phone and stuff, and God, it was horrible. It sounded so bad.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can hear my dog walking in the ba- background and, like, barking and, like, me trying to edit it out, and it just sounds all warped and weird, and so I was very grateful that they both had experience in producing music and...
0: Yeah, it's like a whole world. You can't just jump into it.
1: No, and I'm so bad at technology, which is funny (laughs) because that's, like, where I'm at right now is, like, doing TikTok and music, and I also have a job in marketing, and it's so funny that I'm just terrible at it. I think I complain about at least once a month and say I'm getting a flip phone because I just (laughs) am so over it, and I look at anything with a computer, and recording music and it just goes straight over my head. Like I am not an analytically thinking person, um, which I feel like you kind of have to be a little bit to do stuff like that. And I just get way too distracted too. I like, like I was saying before, like with ADHD and stuff, I'm just like, cool. I've been sitting here for five minutes. Let me go stare at the ceiling over here. Let me go zone <laughs> off for a little bit and just think about what I'm doing next week. Like, and then I'm back to square one of like figuring out what I'm even trying to do in the first
0: place. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying that they all kind of were in, into music too. I'm, none of my family has ever done music. Like none of my distant family. I was like the first one. So everybody was just kind of like, what the hell is this? Like, what's where going? Did you get this from Like, me? what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> and all, like everybody was just like, what the hell? So is it like your parents have also been into music too or just all your siblings?
1: That's the funny thing is like, we definitely grew up very music oriented in the fact that we would have, like, our family get-togethers would be, like, dance parties. Or, like, um we would always be listening to music in the car or around the house. Like, we always had speakers around the house, even before, like, Bluetooth speakers or, like,
0: Alexa oh, yeah.
1: or whatever. Um, So, it was definitely, like, there and a very, like, big influence on our lives. But neither of our parents, like, play music or sing. Yeah. They just like it a lot. So, I, I guess we just got that random gene, too, but it was literally all of us. So oh,
0: yeah. My brother doesn't, he doesn't do sports. He doesn't do music. He doesn't do, like, anything. Uh, that's, oh. like, extracurricular to his life. I don't know what that's work. like. <laughs> yeah, Yes. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm just, like, I do all of it. I just try to do everything.
1: Same. I'm, like, even if I'm bad at it, I just want to experience everything. I yep. want to try everything. I was definitely that kid in elementary school that switched from track to soccer to dance to gymnastics to horseback riding to music eventually and yeah yeah I wanted to try everything not saying I was good at everything I think I was only good at the music part <laughs> but I wanted to try it so. yeah
0: my uh one of the music directors it's funny because I still refer to him as a music director even though he's just more of like a friend now <laughs> um because I've known him for so long what he said to me a few years ago was he was like oh your parents never played music but like as in like played music mm-hmm. um whatever um uh, <laughs> but they they would like go to the stereo before like bluetooth speakers were a thing and like blast some like 70s or 80s music they're yep. like we're going to blast some def leppard or whatever else <laughs> and i'm like i'm like 8 years old and i'm like this is what music is
1: you're like yes i like it
0: cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was I was thinking about it literally the other day where a lot of people tell me that my music gives them, um, cranberries vibes.
0: Cranberries. Yeah. Like
1: the cranberries, like the band. From, oh, like, I don't
0: know what that is.
1: Oh, they're like a band from like the, I don't want to say like nineties, early two thousands. I think they started releasing stuff again. Um, but it's funny cause it's like, that was the music that like I probably listened to the most growing up. My mom loved them. And so I would listen to them all the time. And it's funny that like, under the radar without me noticing like I took that and like ran with it and now it's part of like my music style it's not like that's cool like you can like almost see exactly how like the influence of music when you're younger like affects you in the future yeah I didn't realize it but I've had so many like countless people be like kiss me like the cranberries vibe and I'm like huh what do you know (laughs) I guess I just kind of picked that up and yeah just ran with it and now it's just a part of my career which i like a lot obviously i loved them growing up so i'm mm. happy it's a good compliment <laughs> no i
0: definitely relate to that because when i'm playing people are like you don't you don't give like a classical style i'm like is that a good thing or a bad <laughs> thing they're like you play violin like you would play an electric guitar and i'm like
1: i feel like that's a good thing
0: <laughs> yeah that's but it, it's cool because um, they're all uh, like i i play with another violin player and she is like really good at classical music because that's all she's ever done it's mm-hmm. all i did for like seven years but then when I, I was out of high school, I'm like, I've played classical music for seven years. I don't want to do it ever again. But I
1: feel that.
0: No, she's been doing it for so long, too. Um, so, like, it, it's funny whenever we play together because we always, there's always one or two people that come up to us afterwards. And they're just like, you two have such different styles, but it's great. Because it's like, oh, she has like the stereo, like the, uh, the traditional classical style playing violin. And then I'm just over here like, oh, yeah, let's rip a solo on I'm this doing bitch. thing over <laughs> here. <laughs>
1: No, I definitely relate to, uh, like, having, doing this certain thing for, like, so long, and then, like, once you're, like, done with it, you're like, I need, I'm doing something different now, because I was the classic theater kid, Uh, (laughs) that's, like, obviously, I had to find a way to, like, do what I love to do, but with school and extracurriculars when I was a kid, so I was, like, theater, yeah, Um, so I did theater music and stuff like that for the longest time, and show tunes, and all that, with on the sidelines, I was not listening to that. I was, I was a theater kid without like being obsessed with like the show tuning. Like I didn't listen to Broadway music in my free time. Like it was just there and I did it for the longest time. And as soon as I was like out of theater, that's when I was like, I am never doing theater show tune classical style of singing again. <laughs> I'm going to my own like singer songwriter, like kind of alternative because you just get kind of tired of it. And it doesn't feel like you. It's like, it's what you were supposed to be doing at the time, but you were like, it just feels off. Oh yeah. It's not like mm. my style. And no, so I... finding it afterwards is like so awesome. Cause then you're like, now I can do whatever I want.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I've had people that are like, you sound so different than when you played in high school. And I'm like, Good.
1: You're like, that's the best compliment I've ever yeah.
0: received. Or or they'll, um, like, I'll be talking to somebody about it, and I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm not as good as I was in high school, but that's because it's a completely different thing. I was playing every single day, but I was also playing, like, this fast classical music. Now I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll just do whatever I want. So I'm fine with not being, like, as advanced as I was, but, I mean, it's always good when you have your own style to go into. I, enjoy, I think I enjoy it more now than when I was in high school because there was a couple times when I was, like, I think I'm done with this. Like at playing in general, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. But then I stuck through it, so I mean, I'm fine. But
1: um, it's funny. I I hear a lot of people talk about this, like what you just said, where you're like, I guess I'm not like as advanced in it, but at least I got to do my own thing. I totally disagree with that, hundred um, percent. I tell people all the time, I'm like, there's just so many different layers to when it comes to music. That like, sure, there's gonna be people that are very advanced in like classical, like traditional music in whatever category they're in but at the same time they probably or sometimes don't have the ability to do their own unique thing and sound like super cool and like that
0: like i'm i'm probably dog shit at classical now but i'm like
1: yeah i'm like
0: like crazy at being well not crazy but i'm like significantly better now than when i was a couple years ago at like contemporary styles or like improvising doing my own stuff things like that yeah
1: and a lot of people can't do that and so i'm like dude, run with it. Like, that's something that a lot of people wish they could do. And that's me with guitar all the time. I tell people, I'm like, I taught myself. It's pretty basic. Like, I'm like a, I tell people, I'm like, I'm like a campfire guitarist where I can play, like, basically anything that has, like, pretty basic chords and can just look at it and play it. But, like, I can write my own music. I can hear my songs. that I will literally, like, just wake up at 3 in the morning and hurry and grab my phone because, like, I have song lyrics, like, in my head. Yeah. And a lot of people would kill to have that, but, like, could beat my ass at guitar any day. (laughs) So, I'm like, you know, grass is always greener. You just have to, like, be grateful for, like, the talents that you do have. Because a lot of people are probably really jealous of you.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're always going to be better at something than somebody else Mm -hmm. is. So Yeah. No, because I was a... I remember in... When I was, like, I don't know, 18 or 19, if somebody was like, make up your own part, I'd just sit there and be like... (gasps) especially if we were like in the middle of playing and he's like your turn to improvise do a solo i'd just be like i'm just gonna hold one note and you do whatever you want man
1: you're like i'll be your backup
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm not doing it don't put the pressure on me (laughs) but what you were saying about the campfire guitarist kind of reminds me of uh, a comment that i saw um i think it was on an instagram uh on your instagram story because a few weeks ago you posted a thing saying like what do you guys want me to talk about and among all of the uh kind of I wouldn't say garbage comments, but, like, not not useful comments to yeah. address. <laughs> there was one that mentioned, like, where do you get, like, your... They said nomadic style, and I was like, okay. I think nomadic is, like, moving around places, but it's, I know what they mean. They, it's like...
1: I think basically what they were, like, meaning is yet yeah, kind of just, like, my music style in general. Yeah. Because it is, like, a little bit more unique, and in my EP, I had like an intro that was just instrumental and i had like um bridges where it's just like harmonies and cool background music and stuff and so i think people do wonder a lot like how did you come up with that what was like the idea behind it and
0: i think indie would have been a better word
1: that's i'm like it's more like indie singer songwriter a little bit going into more alternative after like my last single and i think it It has a huge thing to do with, obviously, who I listened to growing up, and especially, like, when I started being in charge of my own music. It's like that, when you go into, like, junior high-ish, when you have your own iPod, and you're like, I get to put my music on here. I get to choose what I want to listen to. And, like, going into that, mine was very, surprisingly, like, pop punk and Green Day and Blink-182 and, like, more hardcore. So, it's so funny to me that, like, I turned out making really soft, like, (laughs) synth music. (laughs) Um... But I think it's just, I wanted music that people could feel. And, like, even if there weren't words there, it makes you feel a certain way. And that's, like, my favorite type of music. Where even some of my favorite songs ever do not have words or lyrics whatsoever. And it's just music. Because it makes me feel a certain way. It makes me, like, play out a story in my head. And I wanted my music to be able to do that. Um, Instead of just being, like, a fun little pop thing that people are, like, dancing in the car to. I want it to be more, like... That hit right here, like that yeah. hit in the soul. Um, which I've had a couple people reach out to me and be like, this song or like the EP or something, like really just spoke to me. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, that is like the best thing you could ever say. Cause that was like my goal. I just wanted people to feel something, whether it was like the lyrics or the music in general. I wanted people to feel differently after they listen to it and so I feel like my EP did that pretty well where it kind of I remember I took me forever to even like figure out like the song lists and like how I wanted them to go and like I thought way too deep into it where I would like dissect my lyrics and so I'd be like well this one's talking about this and this would usually be after this and so let me do that and like (laughs) so that it has like a whole story so if you listen to it from like start to finish it does have like an introduction like a middle and then like a conclusion which yeah I love, I love when people do that. I strictly, if somebody, if a new album comes out and somebody instantly presses shuffle, it's an instant Spotify took
0: that feature away, thank God.
1: Yeah, I'm like, that's an ick. I'm like, do not. I'm like, most of the time people are, the songs are in that order for a particular reason. And some people don't understand that and that's crazy to me. Uh, (laughs) But I wanted people to like really listen to it from start to finish so that they could have that like indie, dreamy, hazy type just like story come alive which i guess it worked some people have said that so i'm happy <laughs>
0: that's that, that's good um so with the like the style and things like that would you say that one of your like your inspirations were the things like green day and blink 182 and like that early 2000s or late 90s kind of style of yeah i'm not sure if rock would be the right word when i think of rock i think of like 70s like kiss yeah, it's def leppard weird... sort of like let's go it's <laughs> yeah.
1: kind of like yeah like 90s rock 90s alternative like
0: punk rock <laughs> that's probably the yeah, yeah
1: that's it yeah um i would say that definitely helped me like pick up a guitar and like learn how to do that and those were like the covers that i was doing i was huge <laughs> into all things i was kind of emo in like junior high not gonna lie (laughs) we're like and i do those tiktoks where i like rank like the pop punk bands and stuff like that because like i've always been into like
0: and then people get pissed at you because you don't know one
1: i know (laughs) or they're like you would put that band there you're crazy i'm like yo personal opinion (laughs) um so definitely help me like pick up a guitar and like learn how to play it and everything like that but i'd say like writing my music, inspiration came heavily from, like, singer-songwriters. Which I say all of, I think i posted about this several times on my Instagram, like, Chloe Moriando. It's, like, huge inspiration. Same with, like, Beach Bunny, and um, then Olivia Rodrigo came out with, like, her Sour album. Obviously, huge hit. But that was, like, right at the time that I was, like, writing my album, and so I kind of got to take little bits of that as well and be like, I like how she did this, or, like, um, a song that I just barely wrote was kind of based off that where instead of, she packs a lot of lyrics into, like, one verse, where it's, like, a lot of words instead of just, like, stringing out words, and I was, like, I like that, I'm gonna try and do that, and so I kind of just, like, pick apart lots of different artists, and it helps me just become my own unique self, um, but I think it helps that I have, like, the giant contrast between, like, Green Day and Blink-182 and all that, and then, like, Softies, like, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Like, other than good for you, I guess she had some good Green Day vibes in there, but
0: you're like, I'm going to listen to all the small things and then immediately switch to driver's license.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, then I'm just going to mash the two together, take some of that and boom, I have my song.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny. Cause I, I, um, I obviously, I don't play guitar very heavily. I just like kind of know how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, take a lot of inspiration personally from those like I really like those bands but they're not something I, I wouldn't say that they influenced like my style or anything like that but it's really funny when I go through my playlist and if somebody's in the car with me they're like what the hell is this cuz it'll be it'll be like uh, something <laughs> crazy oh god like what's a it'll it'll be like something like All American Rejects and then immediately switch to like a Taylor Swift song and they're like what the <laughs> hell are you doing
1: that is literally me. Um, I had to, if you look at my Spotify, I'm very. I'm a very organized person. So I've organized every single playlist to pop punk, to pop punk acoustic, to country, to oldies, to oldies, but goodies. Got two different oldies. Um, <laughs> I've got
0: one playlist and it's got everything. <laughs> see,
1: and I like have to organize mine. But with that being said, I'll be like, I'll click on the playlist, shuffle it. And then I'm like, no, not in the mood. And so I'm shuffling pop punk. And I'll go shuffle country, like, directly afterwards. Or I'll go cu- or I'll go shuffle um, my oldies, oldies, where it's, like, 20s and stuff. Or, like, Frank Sinatra and stuff. It's just all over the place. And every single time, people are like, pick a vibe. They <laughs> yeah. tell me that all the time where they're like, just pick what mood are you in. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just in all the moods. And yeah. it, just, it changes every five minutes. Or sometimes I listen to a song, and then I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this one other song that's in a completely other playlist and genre of music.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to pull up, like... Uh, like, any examples. (laughs) Oh, like I've got Breaking by Amberlynn in there. And then, if I scroll down a little bit, I've got... Let's see. No, these are all kind of similar styles. (laughs) Oh, I don't have any One Direction songs, unfortunately.
1: Oof, gotta fix that. (laughs)
0: Uh... I don't even know any. Well, I know, like, two One Direction songs, so...
1: They... I was definitely a One Direction fan, for sure. If if you're into music, you're gonna, and a girl, you're gonna run on a, you're gonna jump on a boy band train eventually, and I did, and I ran with it to the. They ground. all break up. Yeah, I ran with it till the ground until Zayn left, and then I was like,
0: Were you a big time Rush fan?
1: See, I wasn't, and that's oh. funny because it's like there's you really just pick one and kind of just like run with it, and then there's like. The Justin Bieber fans, which I was very late to that train. That was, like, a couple years ago that I all of a sudden was just, like, full force into that. But, yeah, we have, like, Big Time Rush and then Five Seconds of Summer and, like, all these other little, like, boy bands. And you just kind of pick one and then you're just, like, a stand for life. Yeah. And that was me with One Direction. I ended up being front row at one of their concerts.
0: Oh. (laughs) That was probably nice.
1: Check off the bucket list, you know. I lost, like, 30% of my hearing from it, but it was 100% worth it. (laughs)
0: yeah that'll do it
1: oh yeah the tens of thousands of screaming girls at the top of their lungs for four hours straight will do it
0: no oh, especially if one of them just walks towards you then everybody's like oh
1: my god it's funny because they literally just like they like go to pick up the microphone to say something and then they say one thing like hi everyone just loses their shit
0: <laughs> oh yeah and then you can't hear anything and you're like come on man i, wanna, I came crazy. i'm paying money to hear what they have to say and you're screaming in my ear no
1: <laughs> and then they'll even be like guys, we want to do this one thing. And because they want to do that one thing, people are like, yeah, just go crazy and do the exact opposite of what they just asked. And that, I think that was the last concert I ever went to at like a stadium. And I told myself from now on, I'm only going to like small venue shows because of that reason.
0: You probably wouldn't find many big artists at small venue shows though. That's the thing that sucks.
1: And that's definitely true. I remember like, I want to say it was like last, maybe it's this year, like the weekend is coming to Salt Lake, but they're going to the stadium. And I said,
0: well.
1: no, <laughs> I was like, as much as I would love to, um, the way I found a way around that is like going to music festivals. Oh yeah. Because there's smaller stages, less people, it's outside, it's breathable. It depends um, on the music festival. And it's huge people, um, playing on the stages, but like it's way less than a stadium. At least the ones I go to. I don't go to, like, Coachella or anything. I'm sure that's huge. Yeah,
0: um, I live in Florida, so I, I kind of experienced Rolling Loud last year. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this again. Yeah,
1: no, that's a little different. I went to, uh, I've gone to Life is Beautiful in Las Vegas twice now. And it's pretty spread out. They have, like, a lot of stages, and they, I feel like they split up their artists. Like I was like, what the? like um don't come in um it's a lot more spread out and so I got to see Green Day um and I was like not even that far away and I didn't feel very crowded because it was outside and it was spread out and I got to see Black and um who was the other one that was like a big deal that they were there oh like Tame Impala which when Tame Impala came here they played at the stadium oh yeah, yeah. I didn't see them but then I saw them at like, Is Beautiful so it's kind of like I have to wait, but, like, at the same time, it's worth it.
0: Oh, and I, you get more people, too. Yeah, and I don't want to
1: sit down, which is funny. I feel like a lot of people want to sit down at concerts. I don't. Oh, yeah. It makes me feel weird that I'm, like, super hyped and have, like, all this energy, but I'm just, like, stuck in, You're like, a like, plastic seat. I'm like, yes, this is the best day of my <laughs> life. <laughs>
0: that was, that's the thing with, uh, that I found really awkward is because I've gone to concerts and I, I don't want to sit down at concerts, but then I went to um, a Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert a few years ago. That's sick. And uh, nobody stands for that. Everybody's just sitting in their seats. Oh, sure. And then, which is, like, normal. But then when, uh, like, the lead guy for for them is like, we want people to stand up, everybody's like, no.
1: (laughs) They're like, respectfully, no. (laughs) Thanks, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, I feel like it's a big part of, like, the audience demographics of, at Tra- Trans Siberian Orchestra, it's definitely gonna be like older generation. Oh more. yeah,
0: um, my parents are a whole lot into them more than I am. I'm just like, yeah, they make cool music, and my mother's like,
1: I want to go to their concert. <laughs> She's like, I will die to do this.
0: Yeah, she was disappointed this year because she didn't go to it, and I'm just like, you can. Tickets aren't that expensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, never say never. You can. So it's all about how much you want to. Yeah. It's like my Life Is Beautiful ticket was like. I'm trying to remember. Six hundred, seven hundred dollars, but I wanted to go, so yeah. I did it. <laughs>
0: no, these transit the ones are like fifty or sixty dollars. So
1: oh yeah, definitely do that.
0: I think just she might have been busy or just didn't want to drive because in in Tampa there's the uh, there's like the Raymond James Stadium, which is like where the football games or like some concerts are held, um, and when the where the di- very disappointing Tampa Bay Buccaneers play all their mm-hmm. football games. Um, and then there's the Emily Arena, which is, like, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the, the the hockey team plays in there, but they have a lot of concerts and stuff, too. Yeah. Um. But that's in, like, down, both of those are, like, downtown Tampa-ish, and we live, like, an hour from downtown Tampa now, so my mother's, like... I'm not dealing with that traffic. I deal with that traffic every single day of my life. I'm not doing it on a Saturday and I'm like, I don't blame her. Don't complain to me if you don't get to see that concert then cuz they're not coming to a middle the middle of nowhere town that nobody knows that's an hour away from the city.
1: I feel that though. I relate to it where I don't have road rage. I just get like moody. Oh yeah. Where I'll just go quiet and like one little thing in my head. I'm just like I'm so over this. I just want to go home. That was me yesterday driving home from Vegas. Um, And Utah's getting so bad. I feel like it's getting so populated now. And the traffic here just pisses me off every day. So, yeah, I try every way to not drive.
0: How bad there. is the traffic here? Because I've never been here. So I don't know how many people live here. I don't know how crazy it, it is. I don't know if it's like a big... Bad.
1: But, like, I think... Well, I know because people have said it soon like in news articles that a ton of people from California during COVID were moving here. Yeah. Because like they weren't going to work. They were working from home. So that meant that they could work anywhere. And so they wanted to come to Utah because Utah was a lot cheaper, but like still had the same like economy-ish. Um, and so we had a ton of people from LA and California move here and I've seen it with my own eyes. Like I see, I meet people all the time that are from California. That sucks. Um, and so yeah, now the traffic is very relatable to like LA at times. <laughs> it's really, and people just suck at driving here straight up. Like it's the worst. Um, where you kind of question like who is giving out driver's license and oh yeah. why? Um, so it's definitely getting bad. It's making me want to Dip out, go find another state that's a little more laid back.
0: It's not going to be Florida. It's probably worse there. Oh,
1: yeah. You got, like,
0: all the people from, like, New Jersey, New York area, California, Texas. Even people from, like, Midwest area are just like, hey, I'm from Missouri or I'm from, like, Idaho. I'm going to go to Florida because there's nothing in the state that I live in. I'm like, please don't.
1: You're like, get out. (laughs) um, Because, state.
0: yeah, we were having a conversation a few weeks ago about how, um, I, if I remember correctly, you lived in Alaska for a short time. I did. Um, the Alaska population, the entire state, is like seven hundred and thirty thousand people. The population of down or like the city of Tampa is almost eight hundred thousand. And I'm oh, like, my... do not come to Florida, yeah. ever. Please.
1: No, every time I've only been to Florida, I think like two or three times. But it's yeah, it's a little crazy. It yeah, it's just LA like vibes. don't stay there. And um, luckily, I'm not a big city girl, so. Um, I'm totally just down to buy a house out in the middle of freaking nowhere and just live there, drive an hour to a grocery store. I'm okay with it. As long as I'm just away from everybody and have a pretty view, then I'm cool. I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah, we uh, we just moved in November to this like kind of middle of nowhere because we were tired of the like construction traffic because everywhere in Florida is under construction now. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna widen the road here. We're building new stores here. We're gonna put a Walmart right there, (laughs) and I'm like, no, I don't need a Walmart two miles from another Walmart because that's just gonna cause more traffic. Because then you're gonna build a neighborhood in between those, and it's gonna drive me absolutely nuts. So yeah, we moved to kind of the middle of nowhere, where the population of our town is like nine thousand, which is not very many when it's like land-wise. It's a big area. Like the town is a big area, so we're not really near many people. Um and it was like a newly built kind of neighborhood, so nobody even lives in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is fine. I'm fine with <laughs> living in the middle of nowhere. I know my friends have to travel an hour to see me, but if they really want to see me they can do it.
1: <laughs> that is my thought process. So I'm like literally though no. and if anything it it weans out the not good friends. Oh yeah. You know? It's oh. like if you're not gonna come visit me then you're not as cool as I thought you were. And no. if you are going to come visit me, heck yeah, we're going to be ride or dies.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, the funniest thing is that um, we moved to this town and, and one of my friends actually moved to a town like right next to it. It's like 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he moved there like probably like seven or eight years ago. Um, so I used to drive like 40 minutes to get to his house all the time because that's where we had our old studio at um, before we built our new one. So I would drive there all the time to do what like um any sort of work on the studio or um just to hang out with him, whatever we were doing. Now that I live like ten minutes away, he never like hangs out and I'm like, We're right next to each other, man. What the hell is going on?
1: It works like that sometimes. He's like, I don't feel like driving
0: to your house. I'm like, you drove to my house when I was forty minutes away. What 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 do you mean?
1: (laughs) It's so funny how that works. That happened when I used to live in Salt Lake and I moved to Salt Lake because like all of my friends and family and everybody like was here in the amount of like weekends I would just spend like by myself, like not doing anything, even though I knew like 20 plus people that were all doing stuff in the city that just like couldn't hang out or didn't want to drive or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I feel like I do see them more now that I live. Like, I think I live probably like 40 minutes away from Salt Lake now, but yeah, I see them more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've got my, my producer guy. Um, He lives in, in like the Tampa area, so he lives over an hour from me, and he, he'll drive to like hang out, like uh, just, I think it was last weekend, we, we even went like two hours more south to, because I have this weird, really bad and weird obsession with old cars, and I was like, I want to buy this 1967 Mustang, so we drove like two hours to go see it, and I haven't decided on if I'm, I'm going to get it or not, Do or it. what the situation is there. Do
1: it. My dream car is like the 19, I want to say it's 1979, Mercedes Benz. Oh, that's like my dream. And I hope to get it someday. If I ever find one for sale, they're just so limited.
0: <laughs> Last week I was in Washington DC and I went to, um, this one guy's like garage. He, he has so many, he's like the owner of like multiple car dealerships, like this whole car dealership group. Mm-hmm. So he's got plenty of money. So his car, his garage, his garage, if I can speak is, uh, insured for like $10 million dollars. It is crazy. I'll probably send you a video afterwards, like later, but I'll show you like a picture of some of the cars that he has because I'm like, holy shit, because he'll have like a brand new Lamborghini, but at the same time, he has like a 1969 Mustang Uh or like a really classic old Porsche. And I'm like, man, I wish. Yeah. Like this thing, this is an old Porsche. And I'm like
1: bro that thing's so expensive oh that is so nice though and then
0: this is i forget what year it is but it's a it's a mercedes Goldwing, which
1: That's, i want to say 60 no maybe it's like 50s or 60s
0: it's old no one of the people that i was with was um was like oh this this whole garage is probably worth like six or seven million dollars so i'm like no that gold wing will not sell for less than a million dollars
1: yeah that especially without, like, good condition and stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, he had, like, a chromed-out Mercedes. Not wrapped. Like, just actual chrome. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, what? He he also had one car that was, like... There's only 14 of it in the world. And I'm like, man, how much money do you have? That... Because he has his own personal assistants that work on them. But, no, that just goals. fed my addiction of, like, old cars. Because new cars will look great. Like, um I have a 2019 Mustang, so... I like that body style. I don't really like any of the other body styles. But then when I look at classic cars, like the original like Chargers, Challengers, Mustangs, well, my mother tells me I get it from her dad because <laughs> my grandfather had a, an, an original Charger, an original Challenger, oh. um, an Oldsmobile, station wagon. He had like five cars, and they were all just really old ones. So,
1: <laughs> I wish. I, I drive like a Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> Not the nice new ones. But I'm hoping, yeah, I definitely want, I mean, my boyfriend has, like, he already has two cars. He has, like, a daily, and then, like, a nice car, and then he already wants to, like, upgrade the nice car to a nicer car, and then I'm like, okay, hold on, wait for me, because you can't be driving that around when I'm driving a 2016 lot like, truck. Like, you can't
0: upgrade it, you can give it to me, and I'll yeah, sell mine, like, and then you can get on. your new one. We but. need to be a
1: couple goals and have, like, matching cool cars, and not me showing up with my cute little, just like little dinky car
0: (laughs) get like matching uh i think they're the new gr86 they're they're little toyota cars i don't know how much you are into like cars but i will talk about cars for like the longest time
1: my boyfriend definitely knows more than me um (laughs) but i know a little he's rubbed off on me a little bit so um, you see the type to get a miata i love those cars i love miatas but the old the old miatas
0: we are going to wildly disagree on that one. What? I'm just tired of seeing them. Everybody in Florida has yes. one. I'm Oh, so... see, they're so,
1: like, you do not see them a lot here. And so, like, when you do, you're like, ah, there's
0: a Miatas. The amount of times I've seen 90s Miatas, and they're always red.
1: Really? Always. So okay. Always well, if red. I got one, I'd want it to be lavender, which would be kind of sick.
0: Lavender. that would be kind of cool. I don't think I've seen one that's, like, that color.
1: It is so cute. I looked it up, and I was like, yep, I want that eventually. But obviously, like, it's not going to be, like, my main that would be is really small so we'll have that just be like my fun like whip around the city on the weekend
0: (laughs) have you ridden in them before
1: (laughs) i once when i was in high school
0: yeah it feels like you're on a skateboard because you're so close to the ground
1: yeah and it's pretty tight but it's cute you just got to get the convertible ones
0: i feel like there's other options I'm, i'm the same i'm saying this but at the same time i'm the basic guy that's just like i want an old mustang
1: See, and I, like, Mustangs are cool to look at, especially the older ones, but, like, I personally would never get one. I'm much more into, like, the, I'd say more GDM style.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Cars, for sure. Um, I mean, the next car that I'm getting after this one is a Honda Civic, uh, either Sport or Type R, depending on what I want to invest in. Like a newer one? Yeah. Because um, I think they look real sleek, and they're nice, and good cars i feel like for the most part because obviously all the cars i actually want are subarus but we're not oh going.
0: civics have been around for a long time what kind of subaru like an suv or something
1: i would want, I want i'm trying to remember the year but it's like the hatchback foresters if you know what i'm talking about
0: i know what you're talking about my uber no, driver last night brought me brought me here in a, in a forester the
1: new ones. there's like I, there's a certain year of them. if you live I in really utah like.
0: or colorado you're gonna buy a forester yeah. It's just a personality thing.
1: But it's something I won't get, because I know Subarus uh, have a bad rep, and then he, he, my brother got a Subaru, and he proved my
0: point. <laughs> what Subaru? If it's a WRX, I'll be impressed, but...
1: No, he had a... Uh... Ben, what Subaru did you have? Forrester.
0: What? Forrester. <laughs> we have a We had a guest. Um, his name is Michael. On our third episode, um, he damages cars just for fun. I, yeah,
1: I did see that. Yeah. yeah,
0: so one of his friends had a Forester, and he's blown like four head gaskets on it, and still has not learned his lesson to get rid of that damn car.
1: Yeah, they. <laughs> I would want a Subaru. I love them, but it's just. I know. I know what it's. I know what's gonna happen. Literally, my one of my best friends had one too, and her whole engine blew. So I was like, Nope, we're gonna stick with Hondas. They're reliable. They're good. They last. Yeah, they've forever. been they've
0: been around forever.
1: Yeah. Well, even mine right now. I feel like my, it's just chugging along. It's doing good after all the. How I old is I it? Put it through. It's a 2016, but I've driven it from Utah all the way up to Washington, all the way back. Driven it through Moab. Through I've gone off-roading in the mountains with it. I don't
0: know what Moab is, but
1: oh, Moab, Utah. Oh, it's like, okay, once I describe it, you'll probably, like, no. It's like the Red Arches, like, National Park, where it's, like, the rocks that are, like, the arches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's over there. And so I've driven it, like, off-roading over there in the sand. I've driven it through tons of snow and puddles. It's just still going. Like, not a single problem. I don't think I've ever had to pay for anything on it. So I'm going to keep it for as long as I can. (laughs) It's a good car.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you said it's an Elantra? Yeah. I got in a I got in a car accident sometime last year, and I uh, I had to get an Elantra for a rental, and I hated that thing. Really? But I, don't, I mean, I don't know what year favorite. it was. It was it was, it probably wasn't even the car's fault. It was probably the rental company's fault because like the whole I was miserable because the whole thing smelled like smoke all the time. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So um, that as well as like, I'm not sure if it's a thing with all Elantras, but like I don't know. It, it seemed like a lot of it was just poorly made, like. It has the lane correction stuff, and I'm sitting there driving it.
1: Definitely nicer than my car. And I,
0: well, this thing was like, it was like a newer one, but somebody beat the hell out of it because mm. some of the stuff just wasn't working correctly. I'd be driving, and it would be like, I'd be within the lines, and then it would be like, oh, the lane's over here, and it would just, like, jerk like that. And I'm just like, I don't think I want to drive this.
1: Yeah, I test drove a car one time that had lane correct, and I turned it off because I was like, it was kind of annoying me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got a friend that has a Honda Insight, and that's all he relies on. So anytime that he drives anybody else's car, like any of our friends, they're all like, can you actually pay attention to the road, please? Oh, Cause, yeah. Like, he'll so because he'll barely drive because it'll just sit there and drive for him most of the time. Also,
1: he looks up, and he's just like all the way over here. It's, like, it's oh.
0: happened a few times. We drove it to um, Tennessee last year, and there was some times where the car was like, oh, there's an exit off the interstate. We're going to take the exit. <laughs> And we're like, no, we're staying on the other They're Like,
1: hold up, just you just need to like put some glue on his hand just on the steering wheel.
0: Yeah. The the other weird thing is that like after it does so many corrections, it'll just be like, Okay, we're not fixing this anymore and it'll just go like that. It'll just hit like take you off the road like oh. we're dying now.
1: Yeah, no, I'm like I said prior, I hate technology and I will never have a car that kind of has a mind of its own like that everyone's like just oh, get a just
0: get a 50 year old car the there's Tesla's. no computers in it
1: yeah they're like the tesla is it drives for you like i literally just like sit back and relax i'm like there's no way in hell that i would ever let a car just drive for me there's no that's
0: no a lot of trust that you're putting into something maybe
1: that's my problem maybe i'm just like not i i'm not a trusted person <laughs> but i'm like i would rather if i'm going to die it's going to be from me <laughs> Like, i'm gonna
0: I'm, be the one to do it yeah
1: i'm gonna be the one that messes up i'm not gonna put all my trust in this and you be the one that runs <laughs> me off the road if anyone's running off the road it's gonna be me
0: <laughs> makes sense <laughs> i mean kind of um, it doesn't an
1: sense makes me feel better so whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> this isn't like related at all um to what we are talking about but it's kind of related to like earlier mm-hmm. is like the music production and like editing and stuff like that something that ben like actively does
1: so, he, he is also a musician and has music on Spotify and stuff. And so, he kind of learned how to do it for himself. So, he's produced, like, his own music and everything as well. Um, but he hasn't done it really for anybody else. So, if anything, I feel special. I'm like, not only is he, like, a producer, he's my producer. <laughs> I'm like, he does mine
0: You've been claimed.
1: Music. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have to share with anybody. He's in the background.
0: Nice. And he's like, yup. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's nice that, like, I mean, obviously, we both have, like, full-time jobs and everything as well, um, but it's nice that I don't have to, like, revolve around, like, another person that wants to record and stuff. Like, it's just like, hey, can I come record? Yep, cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's been super nice, except we don't live across the hall anymore, so now I'm going to actually have to take time, like, out of my day to come record, which I need to do really soon. I am having songs pile up and not doing anything with <laughs> I'm getting over my head. For some reason, I had like, a lot of inspiration lately and have, like, four songs already ready to go, but they're just not recorded. So, I need to get on it. Ben, what if you're listening, I need to get on it.
0: <laughs> what all does Ben play?
1: He plays guitar, piano. I feel like you dabble in drums and... Guitar, piano, drums, accordion. Oh, accordion. yeah, he does play accordion. I forgot about that. Yeah, our grandpa gave him, like, a whole, like, old accordion and learned how to play it. So.
0: I've only ever met, like, one person that knows how to play accordion. it's just because he, every time I, get like, handed him an instrument somehow, he just knew how to play it. And I'm like, what is going on?
1: That's, I feel like that's how my other brother is. He He's played, well, he started with the guitar, then went to, like, electric guitar. He got a mandolin. Uh, oh yeah a banjo <laughs> I can play mandolin yeah he's like you got a mandolin a banjo um and now like my other other brother has the like they're not drums they're the they're like the metal tin drums that have the little slits and it's kind of like the yoga zen like, yeah I forget what those, those things, things are called but, oh, but I've seen pan, them on TikTok a, a pan, pan was it called pan drum <laughs> I don't know either. Maybe like, I don't know. You know, the, you know the gist. Is that has another weird little like? It is kind of like a violin type thing, but it's like an old weird instrument that you do kind of play like that. I don't know. He, all of us can kind of just pick up an instrument. Steel pan. Know. Yes, a steel pan where they just. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's one of these little things, kinda. No. Or similar.
1: Close. It's similar. Yeah, okay. A hand pan? Hand pan? a hand pan. But it's like... Oh,
0: yeah, it's, it's like that, but upside down.
1: Yeah, there's a guy on my TikTok that always comes up. He's doing TikTok lives, and he does that hand pan by a river. And it's just, like, relaxing. Oh, yeah, I think I've and,
0: seen exactly what you're yeah. talking about.
1: But they have, like, two of those now. And so now, like, all of us have all these instruments. They so can just kind of, like, jam out and play, like, literally whatever we want. So the only thing I need to, like, get a grasp on is the piano. My brain doesn't work that way, though. Me I don't too. know why. It's just, just, you,
0: you tell me when you get a grasp on it, and I'll, yeah. I'll try to see if I get one by it then. It seems
1: a lot more, like, analytical than creative. Guitar, you can just kind of like... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Piano, it's like, you have to be hitting the right keys. You gotta be in tune.
0: It's also handshape and all that. Yeah. That's the thing that's so easy about piano and guitar and stuff, is as long as the strings are in tune, you're fine like guitars have frets violins don't have frets if i move my finger that much i'm like god
1: that sounds awful yep that's even like uh my guitar if i like hit the wrong chord and i'm down a fret oh yeah then, like oh immediately i'm like ooh, nope, we're gonna get reverse reverse
0: no it's chord. funny because i i I give my music director friend a bunch of shit every time this happens, but there's been times where we go to play and then he just doesn't have a capo on and he tries to play a chord. And he has, the thing is like, not just that he's going to play it, but that he has me do like an intro to the song or something on violin. So I'm playing the right notes and he's in a completely different key. And he (laughs) looks at me like I'm doing something wrong. And I'm like, I just keep playing. I'm like, it's not me. I'm like, I'm reading the music, man. I'm not, I'm not wrong. (laughs) And then he'll stop for a second. He'll be like, oh (laughs) and then take his capo my
1: bad no it makes all the difference in the world if I don't have my capo like especially as a girl I have like a higher pitched voice and so it is really hard for me to like sing if I don't have a capo on my guitar because it's that lower like pitch so I have to have my capo at least up to like five (laughs) like the fifth fret um so if I don't have it I'm screwed you're not gonna get any singing from me if I don't have it on me
0: no, it's funny. I, I've gotten. I, it's weird. I've gotten like good enough at violin to now. Um, I know like talking and playing guitar is like it's difficult. You have to like get used to it, but like do, doing. I've, I've kind of figured out how to do that. Um, and it doesn't seem as hard as when I was like learning violin, and I, somebody would be trying to have a conversation with me while I'm playing. That is really, I feel like really it annoying.
1: So like laser focus. Oh, it was it was
0: very hard because you've got a lot of stuff going on. You've got like even things of um, if you go to any orchestra teacher, they'll bitch at you just over how like you hold this hand. Trust me. Um, so you've got like same everything into it. But now I've gotten to the point where I will talk while I'm playing, um, and since I don't have a microphone, like my. Um, Whenever I'm playing, it plugs into the violin. If my music director misses a capo, I'll just talk mad shit while I'm playing. I'm like, oh, good one. Why don't you do that on the next one, too? Like, while I'm playing. And he can't laugh or anything because he's got a microphone and he's supposed to be singing. And I'm just talking trash just and everything <laughs> while I'm playing all of this stuff. Oh, I and I got the, the other, like, the the singers in the group just kind of looking at me like, this fucking kid. <laughs> like, will
1: you stop it? Stop. stop.
0: <laughs> like, stop causing problems, man. <laughs>
1: that's so funny
0: yeah I yeah that sounds like something I would do yeah it's fun to do it, definitely especially when you get people's reactions from it my parents think it's the funniest thing whenever I mess with people with like with my instrument whether it's just taking my hand and like sliding it up to make the dumbest sounds or just like the remarks I make while I'm playing making fun of people who knows it gets really fun you can do a lot of sort of crazy stuff that isn't like normally acceptable if you don't have a microphone (laughs)
1: I'm sure and I can never relate to that because obviously I always have one and so I just get the giggles I I get the giggles so bad whenever I'm like nervous or whatever and so when I'm playing if I mess up at all or I can like tell I'm about to mess up I'll just do a little like like just like in the (laughs) microphone everyone's like what is going on I'm just like laughing to myself I'm like oh god oh god oh god So I wish I had more people there that I could like troll with and not just make fun of myself.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do this thing where it's either it's one of two things. It's either I'm bored or I feel like I'm about to mess up. I'll start spinning my bow like around my fingers. So I'll be doing like a windmill. Yeah. So, so like, all these people will be like, can you please stop doing that? I feel like you're going to hit me. And I'm over here with a bow this long, and it's just going like this, like a windmill. And I'm like, sorry, it's just a reflex whenever I get going, whether I'm, like, bored of what's going on or I'm getting ready to play or whatever.
1: That is literally me, but I, like, mute out the strings. Like, I just put all my fingers on them, like, a little bit lightly, and I just... I strum over and I just go broom, 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 over and over and then people are like, you going to play now? I'm like, Oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> You're like, Oh, that's a good point.
1: I'm like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. just had to like get my nerves out for a second. <laughs> Helps me like prep for what I'm about to do. um But yeah, no, people get kind of pissed off at me. Yeah. I, all my anxious takes. I have way too many.
0: <laughs> yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> but as far as like the, uh, the music and, and all of the online stuff goes, um, I, I assume spotify is the best place to find all of it
1: spotify and apple music are the same i'm a spotify user personally and so, so am I. um yeah definitely spotify is what i use the most but i think i'm on i think i released it to spotify apple music youtube music um and there's one other one that people use that i don't use um but yeah definitely the best place to find me apple music spotify
0: if you want to watch videos tiktok but TikTok, that's not you that's see, not like music consumption
1: yeah if you want to just see my personality and see me rate music and snowboard and all that fun stuff tiktok and then my instagram is literally like the worst place to find me don't go there <laughs> <laughs> i don't post there ever i'm so inactive on it it's bad
0: no i was telling uh i was telling the guy last night that i was talking to i was telling justin i was like i'm gonna come back to utah sometime because i've I like the the area and I like mountains considering I've only ever lived in near like flat land and beaches. yeah um, so I want to come back. And I also it's been a thing of me in mine that I want to learn snowboarding. so this seems like a good area to do it, especially Park City.
1: Definitely, yeah. um I would honestly like Park City for sure, but like there's less expensive places to snowboard if you're just wanting to like learn. it'll um, be
0: your job to teach me eventually.
1: <laughs> I am like, I'm the person that taught myself kind of how to snowboard, has had three knee surgeries and is Damn. just trying to get down the mountain. Just kidding. I'm, a, I'm all right. I'd say I'm like that, like intermediate where I could do a black diamond, but nothing higher. I don't
0: nothing know what that is, but. Diamond.
1: Certain type of run that you can do. It. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm not the best, but I'm Okay okay It's good enough yeah i'm like it's fun it's something that i enjoy so even if i'm not that good at it i have a blast when i'm there oh yeah luckily you got a little gift of fresh snow oh that shit Utah. pissed me
0: off <laughs> <laughs> i was like i've, I've spent the, the past few weeks in michigan city indiana which was a ton of snow chicago which is also a ton of snow um where else was i washington dc which was like it started snowing the day before i left so i was like i'm tired of this which is if you live in florida if you've lived in florida your whole life snow's cool to see but then eventually you get used to it yeah so when i landed in denver i took a picture out my window and i was like you can't even see more than 10 feet i was like what the hell is this yeah
1: it was a nice little snowstorm this weekend which i mean sucks when you're traveling but, no, it's cool
0: because um, like, it's, it's not lot, super cold either.
1: Well, it's a lot prettier than like if a week ago when you came, everything was just brown and dead and like the snow was kind of, yeah, desert. I think I prefer
0: this then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: gross. And so this at least is like winter. It's pretty like, you know, yeah,
0: now it's getting into March. So it'll probably slowly start to melt away.
1: Oh, sadly. Also, so sorry. My stomach is growling like so much. And if you can hear it in the microphone later, I'm going to be so embarrassed.
0: I'll figure it out.
1: I'm just, like, talking. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I'm like, let me put it away from my dummy a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll survive.
1: Classic of just being on the run all the time. I don't. Oh, yeah. Don't get to eat. I forget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, is there anything, like, that we missed that you wanted to specifically talk about or mention or anything like that? Or bring, like, awareness to whether it's uh, an upcoming, like, release. Um, I know you recently had some music come out.
1: I did. I did have a single come out, just barely, so definitely go listen to that. And just keep up with me, because if people are starting to, like, see me now, this is, like, my beginning phases. Like I said before, I'm, like, later in life, I'm going to be like this. This was the time I started taking it seriously. So definitely, I like, I only have a couple stuff out now, but this year I'm definitely going to be releasing more music. Hopefully, if you're in Utah or if you just love me enough to come to Utah (laughs) to see me, I'm hopefully going to be doing maybe couple shows this year as well just little ones probably opening up for people Um so yeah don't don't get past the stuff i'm just in the beginning phases so there's a lot more to come and a lot more to see so
0: yeah that's good yeah um i think that's pretty much everything because i already covered where we can find you and everything like that yeah. i always mean to say this at the beginning of episodes because i get so many comments that are like i didn't know there was a video version of oh. like the podcast. Oh, I've had people like comment it, on other people's TikToks. And like on, yeah. on like, YouTube. Yeah, something? YouTube and Spotify both yeah. have a video version. Which is cool oh. because apparently Spotify only allows like select few people to do video episodes.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen those ever. That's cool though.
0: Yeah, so I was like, now I can say that we do video episodes on Spotify. But That's I mean true. to say it typically at the beginning of the episode because then there was one comment where somebody was like, into the two two and a half hour episode he's like i've been 45 minutes into this and i didn't know there was video on it and i was like i should have mentioned that so uh, now i i end up mentioning it all the way at the end which is inconvenient but there's learning so i'll think i'll I'll do it right eventually
1: next time just write a note right on your hand is like say that there's a video and you can listen
0: to it (laughs) yeah so if you're listening to the audio version uh there's a video version available on youtube and spotify um you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, any social media. And all of your socials, um, we have our own website. And every time we put a, an episode up, we put every we put the guests' like links and everything like that. So okay. all of your stuff will be on there as well.
1: Yeah, I'm going to start posting on TikTok again. And you guys can see how just weird I am normally.
0: <laughs> find those simps in the live stream comments. Yeah,
1: go look through all my comments and see uh, rate right, uh, my comments from cringiest to somewhat normal
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah i think that's all good um i actually Ooh. we both seem to need to be getting out of here somewhat soon so we'll go ahead and wrap it up i won't hold you for too long um okay. but i think that's pretty much everything it's yeah so fun yeah, yeah i enjoyed it i'll Thank come back you. to utah eventually I anyways say,
1: flew all the way over here so i feel special
0: yeah so i'll be doing it again eventually but i enjoyed all this hopefully you guys did too yeah both of you I know Ben was just ben in enjoying the it, he's like, Woo. drinking his water. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much everything, and we'll see you guys next week.